Laura, why are you in a car? Why do you sound like um, you're in a tunnel? Well, I sound like I'm in a tunnel because we are in a moving vehicle driving on our way to, well, first stop, Blackpool, um, to then drive down with my friends, Ashley and Sam from House of Wings, who are DJing at the event I'm curating at Secret Garden Party. Which How is exciting. So apologies if you can hear car noise. Um, it's because I'm in a car. And um, apologies for that because uh, I we should have recorded it last night at your house. But obviously I uh, left everything a bit too late and couldn't do it because I gave uh, myself a migraine from stress. Yeah, well, I wasn't feeling great yesterday either because I'm still struggling from my weekend of festivalness the weekend before. So, you know. Week of recovery. Yeah. But what a week it has been done. It has been a week. We've had 15,000 downloads of our podcast. 2,000 yeah. Instagram followers Two, on yeah. Instagram. 2,000 Instagram followers on Instagram. There you go. Yeah. Have an extra Instagram. Yeah. And we hit the <laughs> bloody charts. We're taking the charts by storm this week yeah. with a little bit of help from Clementine Ford, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, it's just bizarre. Like, obviously, in the UK, we've hit the top 50 in Spotify, which is just madness. Granted, we were only there for a day, but we were there. Yeah, I, think was, I think it was two days because we were, be- and we were below uh, Louis Theroux and then we overtook him. Yeah. And we overtook our Florence, our yeah. hero in and Florence Gibbon, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and very unlikely to ever happen again. So make hay when the sun shines, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and then obviously hitting the charts in Australia as well on Apple and Spotify. And I believe we're now kind of creeping up the New Zealand charts, which is yeah, we madness. are still in the top fifty Apple Podcasts. Aust- top fifty Apple Podcast Society and Culture Australia. We're number forty something today, but at one point we were thirty six. Like, what on earth are people in Australia doing listening to us? Let's be honest, they're not. They're listening <laughs> to their Clementine, and that yeah. is fair enough. What an episode it was, though. Oh, that's what I was going to say. How fantastic was she? Like, every single thing that she said was just, like, not just resonated so much, but was such absolute sparkling pearls that I would just hold with me forever. Like, yeah. really, such a clever and interesting person just amazing so just so much gratitude to her yeah we've had such good feedback from that episode as well and loads of people resonating with all the things that she said and all her words of wisdom so yeah such a great episode yeah so should we move to australia then <laughs> well we might as well that's where that's where everyone's listening <laughs> well up for it um so i guess this episode we just kind of want to have a bit of a a reflection of, of what's gone and, and where not just a reflection but like a catch-up of where we are up to on the late ADHD diagnosis roller coaster um and yeah. also touch a bit on stress and burnout yeah because well I guess doing this for us has been quite stressful there's been a lot involved plus everything else that's going on in our lives so yeah we just need to um talk about it and we feel like this is a great episode to do it hi i'm dawn hi i'm laura and we are adhd af seriously we are two neurodivergent neighbors who moved to the same street at the same time at the same age, with the same undiagnosed disability. What are the chances? Since discovering the enormous impact ADHD has had on our lives and the horrifying numbers of missing undiagnosed females, it has become our mission to make some serious noise. We want to use our voices to raise awareness, break the stigma and share our experiences in the hope that they help others. So join us for a chat, or as it's called up here in Aberdeen, a blether. <laughs> Trigger warning, we will be covering some really sensitive topics, so please do have a read of the description of each episode before listening. It's important to note that we are not medical professionals, we're not therapists or coaches. 
we're not qualified to offer advice or support. What we will do is share our experiences alongside resources and information from professionals. We will talk over each other (laughs) and we will go off topic and forget the point (laughs) mid-sentence. We are both assigned female at birth, which means that we can only speak from the experience of life as AFAB people. However, ADHDAF is an inclusive space. Whatever your gender, you are very welcome here. Yes, you are. ADHDS females. ADHDAF. So... If you're one of our 2K followers on Instagram, you would have seen on the story that we were being indecisive and we couldn't decide what to do this episode on and ask for suggestions. And this is partly because we've both pretty much burnt ourselves out and didn't have the mental capacity to even make that kind of decision because indecisiveness is part of our ADHD as well. Yeah. And one of, one of you lovely lot made the suggestion, which is very, very apt indeed, that we talk about how to avoid burnout and it kind of made us realize that you know as much as we often like hit the point home about not being experts and this not being an advice podcast it's obviously important to sort of you know just really make that very very clear here because I think with so many different ADHD platforms and they all do different things and they all do amazing things I think that sometimes we can think that they're all the same but obviously that's not what we're doing is it well that's it we're here to talk about our experiences as we have just jumped on board this late diagnosis roller coaster and um we don't have the answers and advice that everyone potentially is looking for We'd love to hear your advice. Yeah. <laughs> we are literally just t- we're on this ride with you alongside. So it's more, it's much more camaraderie than it is expertise, which is why it's it's so helpful to have different guests on to give us different insights into, you know, th- their personal experience, the experiences of it, how different people experience it, but also to teach us some stuff because we yeah. don't have a clue. We don't know. Well, that's it. We're all just kind of feeling about in the dark and trying to figure out what our ADHD is to each of us. So um, I had someone message earlier today, actually, and she was saying, you know, that she really enjoyed the Clementine episode and she got a lot from it. And she she's a mother. And so that was like really insightful to hear what Clementine was saying about motherhood, which is something that we yeah. can't, we can't talk about. So this is why we have different guests, no. different areas. Yeah, same. So Sophia was the same. And at some point we will touch on, we get a lot of people messaging about menopause because obviously hormonal fluctuations make your ADHD symptoms worse. There's so much information about that. But we're both 39 and we're not actually there yet. We don't have a clue about it. I'm absolutely bloody bloody terrified of it. But yeah, it's, it's not something that we know about, but we will absolutely, you know, be speaking to somebody about that to to help us all learn but yeah there's so there's there's a lot we don't know all we know is what we are we have experienced what we are experiencing and that's why again it's so important to get different perspectives because as as the title of the podcast suggests we are AFAP and that's the only experience that we have is is assigned female at birth people um in the UK where we're from the age that we are that you know the culture that we come from that we live in the privileges that we have etc you know that's the only voice that we have and that's why it's important to have other voices and to to really learn about you know how this definitely not one size fits all because barely two ADHD people are the same despite being so yeah. similar is that we can all learn from each other and all support each other yeah I feel like I didn't come up for air for ages then sorry <laughs> <laughs> Laura we're used to that it's fine I've had I've had a coffee. I'm drinking a diet coke. I'm on Elvan, so I just need to probably slow down my talking right now. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, like you said, it's quite important to talk about how we are doing right now as like a check in. So, so just to, re- to recap, we both got diagnosed in inverted commas at the end of last year. So, where are you up to, Dawn, and what's going on with you? At the moment, I am still waiting on an official medical diagnosis. I have been on the waiting list with the NHS for 
over a year now. It was last May that I went in originally, saw my doctor. Um, I have been emailing back and forth to um, the psychiatrist's office in Aberdeen. And um, I've put forward my educational psychologist report from the uni. And um, I'm at the point now where I'm just really frustrated because I know I have ADHD um, and I just can't get any help for it. And I've spoken about this before, how like it's like having a broken leg, like everybody around you knows you have a broken leg and you know you have a broken leg, but they're just making you walk around with that broken leg and get on with life without anybody helping you. It's absolutely shocking. Yeah, so I'm at the point now where I can't really afford to go private, but there are people out there willing to maybe help me if if that's the route that I end up having to go down because I've gone back to the psychiatry office. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got some some somebody that's essentially said, look, I can help you. Um, we can sort out a repayment thing that works for works for you like whatever but basically I've gone back to the psychiatry office and I've said to them look I'm not really fussed about how long I have to wait it's more about I need to know how long I'm going to have to wait because if it's if it's six weeks or even six months I may be prepared to wait that long but if it's six years then I'm not so it's not it's it's not about how long I have to wait. It's just about knowing how long I have to wait. So at the moment, I'm waiting for them to come back to me to tell me if they can give me a timeline, an estimation. And yeah. based on that estimation, that's going to really make me decide whether I'm going to go down the private route or not. So that's kind of where yeah. I am. I think that's a really, it's a really, really good idea because the limbo in itself is so bad for your mental health with which you are with which you're trying to to get help with we got a message from a girl and obviously i've forgotten her name so sorry for being rude to to the person who this is because we talked about potentially discussing this on the podcast at some point in the future and she said that she got or she showed me she got a text message from the gp or from the doctor's surgery saying thank you for your forms you are on a waiting list uh which is six years long or five years long it's just like, madness. In a text message, like are you actually joking that's it you and people, people are just expected to put their life on hold for six years it's just it's just but, yeah unthinkable is, like i think that so often we sort of uh Especially in terms, like if you think about it, in terms of depression, right? People talk about depression and it's so normal, it's so common and people are on medication for it and they throw out meds left and right. And actually like how serious that is. Like when we got, we got a message from a girl, sorry, I'm going off piece, but I feel like it's valid. <laughs> um, we got a message from a girl who said that very sadly, and she used the phrase, my father lost his battle with depression. I've never heard that phrase used before, but it hit really, really hard. It's like, that's what I think so many people don't understand is that it's not just like, oh, I feel sad. Oh, I can't go to work or I can't yeah. get out of bed. Like we're talking about people losing their lives. Yeah. And and if you're telling somebody that they have something wrong with their brain and they can't get hope for six, help for six years, well, let's fucking hope they're still alive in six years. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Like, this is really, really serious. And ADHD, as we know, you know, we have a, a, a shorter life expectancy because of all manner of, of different things that can happen, our impulsivity or yeah. habits that we can't form, looking after ourselves, etc. Like, ADHD literally kills. Well, this is it. Literally. Yeah. This is a really serious thing. Like, and obviously, as ever, we don't want to slate the NHS. It's not their fault. They've been underfunded and all of the problems that happen but change has to happen lives are being ruined you know relationships destroyed families destroyed lives ended like it's actually uh you know a health crisis it's very very serious and one of the things I was told when I phoned up the psychiatry office at one point was that they're not prioritizing ADHD at the moment 
And I just can't understand that because I'm like, surely if you prioritize treating people with ADHD, then maybe you're going to fast forward these people, say the ones that are suffering from anxiety, depression, all these comorbidities. And that's the thing, is it costs more money to not treat us. Yeah. People just... in prison, people, do you know what I mean? People unemployed, on the dole, like it costs more money to not treat us. Yeah. The system has to change. It has to change. It and does. I don't know how, and I'm sorry for getting on my soapbox. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I've got a few ideas. They're probably complete bullshit, but things have to change, you know? And I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm going back to university in September and it gives it gives me the fear to think that I still don't have help in place for me to yeah. get to uni. The only reason I went to uni is because I knew that I was going through this ADHD process and I thought I'd have help in place before I started uni. I'm now going into second year, having struggled my way through, through first year with with no no help in place still. And whether that becomes from medical help or... Um you know whatever else cbt i'm not sure but you know just to have that confirmation and the help in place would, would help me massively in my you know struggles when it comes to getting through uni yeah and and like you say it's also the fact of like never mind going into second year of uni you could be going into the second year of your 40s and not be anywhere near you don't exactly. have a clue That's I, hope, um, I hope that they can give you a timeline and then you can make your decision of what best to do. Yeah. And, and the other things at the moment is like, just obviously I'm trying to meander through life with the knowledge that I have the best way I can doing the podcast, working two jobs. Yeah. Um, I've still got assignment stuff to do for going back to uni that I haven't even looked at yet um, for like our summer assignment. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to kind of enjoy myself as well and, and get things. You've got to actually have a life, yeah. Yeah, get things done. <laughs> I've, I've ended up getting a cleaner. That was something pretty, That was something pretty major for me because um, I really struggled to keep on top of housework. And because of the lack of time that I have, it's just not a priority. And ultimately, if my house is... The, the mess and clutter... It affects your mental health. Yes, exactly. When when the house is a mess so, and I'm tidy, I really struggle. And then you're in a so, cycle. You're spiraling. Yeah. 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 I think it's fantastic, and I'm really bad because I don't really see mess. And when I came to your house the other day, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so sparkly and clean in here!" <laughs> and it, it did feel very, very zen and very lovely. So it's a really, really good thing that you've done. I think um, that that's a really good tip, actually because we can't give advice it's only our lived experience that's a great tip for any listeners that are struggling with that cycle of like not being able to get get on top of the house stuff then getting depressed about oh, not depressed sorry getting down on themselves about that more self-worth issues and you spiral and spiral is like if you are in a position where you can get a cleaner or ask somebody to help you the difference it makes is, is, is enormous, right? Yeah. I mean, I felt that there was definitely a lot of guilt and shame around getting a cleaner. Um, just yeah. just because, you know, one, I'm a student. Who do, who do I think I am being able to afford a cleaner? That's like a luxury. That's how it's seen, you know? Yeah. But actually, it's it's not. It's, it's a basic need for me um, because it's something yeah. I'm struggling with. If I was unable to walk and required a wheelchair, I would get the aids to help me walk you know to yeah. help to help me move around so this is help you with whatever disability and exactly. this is part of your disability and as you're also not getting the help that you need you need to find the tools to help yourself absolutely yes exactly that's what I was trying to say <laughs> but um yeah exactly and and I've had to look at my finances and stuff and be like right well actually there are things that I can cut out on in order to get this cleaner in place so you know you just make sacrifices elsewhere to make your life easier so that's what I've done that's really really good it's fantastic also recommend dyeing your hair an amazing tequila sunrise color it's <laughs> yeah. definitely good for good for one's mental health good for my mental health I'm just really enjoying looking at it at all times with <laughs> I, know, I, was think, I was just thinking it needs a bit of a top up because it's faded quite a lot but um yeah yeah it looks peachy now but it still looks really lovely but yes, dyeing your hair great colors. I think there's a lot to be said about that whole color thing. And um, what what? What's but you've it seen called? my hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what's it called? There's a name for it. It's um, 
it's gone. I can't remember what it's I just called. said it. I just called it color therapy, but maybe it isn't. No, there was a there's another name for it. I can't remember what it's called, but um it's dopamine boosting anyway. Yeah. Dopamine dressing. I think that was the phrase I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you dress and you know you make yourself colorful and makes you happier. But anyway, yeah. enough about me. How are you and where are you at, Laura? Well, it's just been absolutely ridiculous. So I came back from Glastonbury. I knew I had two weeks. So I, so I, um, for the last, I don't even know what year it is, 12 years or something like that, I have upcycled um, accessories and embellished uh, festival headwear and accessories, Ibiza style, etc. And um, I used to trade at festivals and I moved to Ibiza and still traded at festivals in the UK occasionally. And then obviously COVID happened and nothing's happened. Didn't think festivals would come back. Festivals are back. Hooray. And I got asked to trade at the Secret Garden Party again, which is where I first started trading at festivals. So it's very, very special because the Secret Garden Party... um, called it quits in 2017 so didn't even think that festivals were happening uh, that that festival would ever happen again and it happens to be the 20th anniversary and I have myself and my friend Steph who makes the amazing um tinsel capes all the discos they're they're amazing aren't they we have we'll link uh, her up we'll link her up Yes, absolutely. So we've curated this event called the Emporium of Love, which is in the boutique camping of the Sea Garden Party. So it's our accessories together. And then our friends, Ashley and Sam's, Sam, under the name of Bells, are DJing um, uh, Classic House and Disco. And it's going to be amazing. And we're going to have ridiculous karaoke, UK Garage, absolute nonsense, fun and games. But, it's so, so good and I'm very jealous. I'm so excited and it's been six months in the making and it was just meant to be me and Steph in the corner of a bar with a table and managed to pull together a whole event. So very grateful for that opportunity and very excited for the opportunity. Um, But then alongside that, I'm also curating the fabulous Fitty Fashion Fest. Yeah. It's crunch time for my course. It's the last couple of weeks for my writing course. Yeah. Um, And obviously the podcast and the socials, which... I'm now realizing quite how long it takes me to do the socials, whereas I kind of zone out or hyper focus on doing it um, and don't realize that it's taking up hours and hours of my day um, that I don't have whilst trying to do all of these other things at once. But yeah, so I got back from Glastonbury to like, right, I've got three weeks to make all the all the things. I mean, I had been making stuff before, but obviously, you know how it goes and got back, realized I actually only had two weeks. then because of time blindness so that was like shit I've only got two weeks that's fine that's fine then had some really bad news and uh lost quite a few days of that first week yeah then partly because I was aggressively exercising very angrily to try and release stress and probably partly because of said stress I gave myself tendonitis and literally could not walk um, so that took up a lot of the first week as well. And my husband, poor old big, um, had to even like go to the shed and get things for me to help me make things because I literally couldn't walk out of my house into my shed because I could not stand. So oh, that ate up a lot of time, but then got it better and knuckled down for the last, it's been about nine days, eight or nine days, I think. And it has been absolute ridiculousness, like yeah. hyper focus to the point of sacrificing all else. Yesterday afternoon, which was my last bit of making, even though I'd already decided what I was making, I added more things to make. Um, and uh, yeah, just realized I was bent over the table, like making this hat and I was like what's that smell oh my god it's me I actually (laughs) smell and I said it out loud and Big just went yeah you literally haven't functioned as a human being for over a week and I suddenly realized I don't remember the last time I washed I haven't actually seen the sea and we live next to the sea so I've not that means I haven't left the house at all like literally 
a whole week of waking up, making and not finishing till two, three in the morning, getting a couple of hours sleep. I was away to say, what time have you been going to bed each night as well? Yeah, two, three about, in the morning. I think, yeah, I think the earliest I went to bed was half one this week but every other night it's been like two three and then my brain's so full of all the logistics of what needs to happen that I haven't then been able to sleep till maybe four so yeah it's been absolutely ridiculous um and so that's why it was particularly funny when when the listener reached out and said how do you avoid burnout and how do you cope with stress I was just like are you actually kidding me (laughs) I literally am the last person who could ever tell you that ever 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 but but there is some positives here is that having you know traded at a lot of festivals in the past over the years at this stage in proceedings I am normally an absolute wreck like so stressed and just full-on catastrophizing that everything that I've made is absolute rubbish everyone's gonna laugh at me I'm not gonna sell anything one year I was so overwhelmed by it all and couldn't make the decision because obviously again that's another way my ADHD presents is being indecisive yeah um and have it needing reassurance but if you're the boss and you've made it then who's going to tell who, who's to reassure you you have to do it so so overwhelmed by not knowing what price to put things at that I had the most bizarre kind of panic attack in which I completely shut down and went totally mute yeah couldn't even speak I was that overwhelmed I just completely shut down whereas last night I was like oh do you know what this is I've done all right this is all right like I'm not saying I'm the best by any means and there are plenty of people who make what I make now um and do a better job than me I'm sure of it but like well done Laura you've done your best that's all you can do it looks pretty good as long as people have got a sense of humor and they're up for being flamboyant and daft you've 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 nailed it like well done it looks more than pretty good I've seen everything you've made and it's absolutely fantastic like yeah. Thank you. I would normally be in a right old state and like things like getting there, the logistics of like getting to the right gate, you know, setting up, have I got everything I need? There's so many things that would cause me such enormous levels of stress. Yeah. And actually, I'm okay. And I think there's only one reason why that is, and it has to be the medication. Yeah. It has to be because you know I've done this many times there's no difference in anything that I've done yeah okay I'm a little bit older but let's be honest I haven't grown up um so it's absolutely got to be medication yeah so you know I'm not I don't feel at all stressed I feel excited yeah there's still some shit that I need to do and yes it's going to be a bit stressful when we're getting through the gate make sure the vehicle isn't overweighed and things like that yeah, the power might cut out and people might not be able to pay by card. And I'm like, yeah, give a shit, I'll be all right. That's not me. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's it. When you can see that difference in yourself, it just kind of makes you realise that, you know, getting the help and the medication and it just, it gives it gives me hope. Like, Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. She, I've still just said I haven't washed for a week or been outdoors. Oh, yeah. And, uh you know, all the ridiculousness that this week has been because what I've done is the ADHD classic trait of taking on too much. Yeah. Like too, too much. My phone was going off all day yesterday from all different avenues. Like all of the different things that I'm doing, I was getting multiple messages from. Like that's too much. So the medication and the help, it doesn't change who you are. No. (laughs) But it is, helping me cope and that's- but I do I do think this is where it probably brings us into our differences at this point because yes um, I'm I'm definitely an ADHDer that runs away from things and I will avoid taking things on because of the fear of failure so like yeah. seeing you do what you're doing I I am in awe of what you are you are capable of and what you get done. And even doing this podcast, I know that I probably wouldn't have gotten this far if it wasn't having you with that energy and that push and that motivation to like, you know, just 
just go for things just go get but them. then at the same time i wouldn't have done it without you either so well exactly <laughs> we, we need each other for this but yeah I think that that's need each other along yeah but that that is definitely a difference for me because I I'm definitely a person that I'll, I'll shy away from things and not not go for things because I know that I'll probably fail so I'm just like I'll just I'll just not I'll just not take that on so that then I don't have to you know deal with the consequences of me not following through or failing it um, and there are there are certainly things that I do sign up to and pull out of, um, like for example, ride the north this year. I do this um, charity cycle, and I've done it um, five times, four or five times now. And I was supposed to be doing it again this year, and um, I conveniently booked a holiday um, <laughs> right during when ride the north is because, if I'm honest, like yes, I booked that holiday. Um, because I wanted a holiday before I went back to uni. Um, so yeah, that 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 is what it is. But conveniently, is at the same time as Ride the North. So I can pull out without having to actually say, oh, I'm pulling out because I've not done any training or exercise and I'm not prepared to do this. So this is like... This but is you a- haven't, well, you've blown it now. <laughs> well, exactly. I've, blo- I've totally blown my cover now. But I guess that's that's a good thing about the podcast is like, you know, being open and honest with people. But yeah. Let's be honest, I pulled out of that cycle because I'm not in any way, shape or form prepared for it. And I don't want to make an arse of myself by trying to do this cycle, knowing full well that I'm not going to be able to cycle 100 miles in one day. I can't even fucking run a bath at the moment, let alone (laughs) do any kind of distance. So, like, no, it's just not going to happen. And um, yeah, so I, I do avoid things because I know that I'm I'm I fail. And that's essentially why I've avoided uni for the whole of my adult life, because I just knew that I wasn't capable of it. Whereas now, obviously, with the newfound knowledge of ADHD and stuff and there being help in place, and I'm more determined now because I kind of know what I want. I I don't want to fail uni, but it still scares the shit out of me that I will. I've done so well. Will continue to do so well. That is probably one of the bigger differences between us that I see. But then you'll be the opposite because you see me in a workplace, and that's yeah, exactly, that's exactly it. So, like, what I was going to say is the the you know the ridiculous level of stress that I get myself to. I do actually tend to thrive off it, and I push and I push and I push. But I think it's such a, a strange. It's such a strange thing because um, the drive comes from, I think, having so much to prove because yeah. I, am, I am so bloody inept at, 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 at being a normal functioning adult human, basically. Yeah. So, I, you know, and don't get me wrong, as I've said many times, I've had a couple of years of just being very inactive at doing anything, you know, but it's it's really just been that like if I I can see everyone around me driving their cars doing their jobs managing their finances having their families all of these things that I can't do and that's that's difficult it's a lot to take and it and it takes a lot you know away from you and your self-esteem and everything else and keeping your head up could be hard so then it's like something in my mind is like well, I can't do any of that stuff. So what can I do? Yeah. And then it's like, all right. So if this is what life is, and I'm always going to feel this inept, and I'm never going to have the things that everyone else, and I'm saying this inverted commas, obviously, very tongue in cheek, everyone else has, um, then like, what is life about? Because I'm going to have at it. So the things that I can do, I'm going to absolutely have at it. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop. And I think that that's the thing with the podcast is like you know we we didn't expect it to do as well as it has you know we did it because we wanted to do it mm-hmm. and we knew that there was need for it and and it's helped us as much as it's helped anybody else I think yeah but then it's like in seeing that it is actually properly helping people um there's just such a fire under our asses isn't there it's yeah. just like push 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 and this week has been like you know it's almost been like, right, should I just put this down 
Like at times I even said to you, should we just have a week off? Should we have a week off? Because, you know, you've got loads of stuff going on with your job and stuff this week. Like, should we just knock it for a week? And then it's just like, then we've just got all of this bloody brilliant news that like we're yeah. actually doing, we're actually doing well. It's like, right, okay, let's push, 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 push. Well, that's it. Like, I feel like this is kind of like, without you know, sounding cheesy or whatever, but this has kind of been like our calling, our purpose. And we found something that, you know, that drives us both. And and I think especially for me, like, whereas you've gone off and you've done the the kind of non-normal life route, whereas yeah. I admire that about you because I'm like, yes, she's gone and just done things just because she can and she's found what she's good at and she just gone with it. Whereas I think I've tried so hard to fit into society and to fit into the social norms in that I will get a normal job, I will get a normal house, I will get this. And actually, it's not worked for me and it's made me struggle. Whereas now I'm finding other like other routes and other yeah, ways and I'm like right this is this is what I should be doing and so I'm no longer constricted and held back by the societal pressures I'm now just being like fuck all that yeah and, yeah, yeah yeah and finding well, my I, own, you know, own way just to let you know like I'm incredibly envious of you being able to do what you do because I literally I've, I have made multiple attempts and then just had to quit and have a nervous breakdown basically yeah. so you but, are you are doing incredible things but I do think that it is really important to note that we are kind of burning ourselves out yeah that we are absolutely desperate to do this podcast is the one thing that we both really really want to do Mm -hmm. and literally every single day we're waking up to so many messages from people reaching out telling us that it's helping them so it's obviously a value it's a value to us it's a value to other people and look at what we've achieved in 10 weeks um whilst burning ourselves out spinning multiple plates ignoring the special important people in our life because we don't have the time to even be ourselves and at this point we're just so hopeful that we can find a way to actually make make a career out of this um not so that we can get internet points or you know be the face of female ADHD or anything like that just because it's what we want to do yeah and we can if we can achieve this much with the little time that we have think about what we could achieve if we actually had proper time to do it so if you are listening to us and you are like a squillionaire then please will you pay us to do this podcast because we're really struggling to, to do it and we really bloody want to do it so yeah essentially if if we could find sponsorship and if there was anyone out there that can help us not necessarily be our sponsor I mean if you can great but if you know how to get <laughs> how to how to get into that or you know people to talk to where we need to go to to find that we don't yeah. want to we don't want to just like, you know, chuck in loads of adverts and like bore you with lo- loads of adverts to try and, you know, monetize this pod- podcast. But if we can find a way to make this, you know, a- essentially a career option, then I'm not going to yeah. need two jobs. Like this could get me through uni yeah. uh, while, while I'm doing it. And it's like we're helping people and we're doing something and we want to keep doing that. And so for us to be able to keep doing that, if we were able to make some money off of it, then that that would help us massively. And this week, I've been so slack and it's, and it's actually upset me because it's like these people are in need. They're reaching out so kindly and graciously saying thank you so much. And I literally don't have the time to even read the email properly this week or, you know, to even think about responding it. That's not yeah. good enough. I don't want... That's not what I want. I want to be able to do this properly. Um, so, yeah, if anyone can help us, um, that would be amazing. And even if you're not a bisquillionaire, you can help us by buying us a coffee. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate all the support that we've had so far um, on Buy Me A Coffee. And if you'd like to support us in any way, then head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash ADHD as females, where you can buy us one coffee or as many coffees as you like. But it's it's not really about coffee at all. It is it is just a donation. Yeah. It's a donation to our podcast. It covers the outgoings. Um, 
and like say we really are putting in a lot of hours a lot a lot of hours that we don't really have so if, if you get anything from this then we would love a little donation that would be amazing but please so. please don't you know go spending your last fiver on us or anything like that we don't want you to be spending money that you don't have obviously so, um obviously but yeah anything anything that you can help us with it helps us massively and um yeah we really want to we've had quite a few people asking about merch and stuff as well so that's something that we can kind of if, if we have money coming in that's something that we can look at um getting sorted out getting some t-shirts and and some merch out to you guys and again, yeah again again it's time because we also say that we want to get all of the um, episodes up on YouTube um, that, we, that are interviews and then we can also have them subtitled. And again, you know, we just don't have enough hours in the day, but we'll get there. We're getting there. We will. We will. We're going to keep pushing through. Um, anyway, Laura, I guess this brings us to the end of this episode. And um, I'd like to know what the most ADHD thing you've done this week is. Well, there's just so many, Dawn. There's so many. Obviously, uh, not realising that I actually smell um, <laughs> is really, really ADHD. Not going outside, the hyperfocus, all of that. Um, but I think, I guess time blindness has been the really big one this week because I, like I said, thought I had three weeks. I only had two, lost a week of that at least, and then got down to it. And instead of just thinking, well, I've got precious little time, so I'll just do what I can do, I gave myself even more jobs because yeah. I had no concept that that how long things will take me whatsoever. Yesterday, so my husband has been so kind, has helped me so much this week, and he pointed out, oh, just generally, generally brilliant human being, he pointed out that I that we needed to pack the car at some point and to actually factor that in as a job. Because in my mind, all I was factoring in was making, 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 not the packing. Yeah. And so I ended up, um, my glue gun, I was making some headpieces. My glue gun just packed up, just decided, absolutely not, love, are you having a laugh? It was never meant to be used this much, never mind used this much in a week. To be fair, I saw your glue gun this week and I said <laughs> to you, I was like, what the hell is this? That poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was a glue gun. It was just covered in feathers and all sorts. Oh, my God. Do you know what? The worst part has been my nails. My fingernails have been covered in glue and feathers for about 10 days. And I'm telling you, it's madness. Like, it's absolutely maddening. We've had feathers, sequins and gems stuck to the soles of our fucking feet for over a week. Like, it's literally the stuff of nightmares our house has been a nightmare so I honestly don't know how big is coped at the patience of the saying that man but yeah um so I yeah I never would have even thought about packing up the car as a job and it's one of the most important jobs yeah. and it eventually got done at about 10 11 midnight last night um and thank God he said, because I would have just left it. I would have made stuff into the wee hours. I would have tried to pack it this morning. Nothing would have fit. Had a nervous breakdown. And the, um, yeah, the glue gun packed up. And for a minute there, I, per no, let's not lie, for half an hour there, I persevered with a broken glue gun, sticking my finger through the hole to push the groove like I'm not even joking and that's when and that's why another reason why diagnosis is important is because I suddenly realized like this is just like ridiculous impulsive behavior yeah like this isn't reasonable or logical stop it so I stopped and I packed the car that's about 50 ADHD things so I'll shut up now How about you? <laughs> I was just also going to add into that and then you've also had big in the car beside you driving along having to put up with us yapping on say, hello. Episode. say hi big I've been trying to get you home. I saw him wanting to interject at one point and he, he didn't well done darling he um he, so I just want to say disclaimer it's not because I think I'm Carrie Bradshaw. His nickname is Big because he's an actual giant. <laughs> yeah, he is a giant. I, I, I can um, back that up. He is an actual giant. <laughs> I wanted to add, when a few, I don't know, a few months ago, we said like, oh, when do we need to pack the car by? When or what time do we need to be gone? In my, in my mindset, I said, oh, it doesn't really matter. No worries. Because, you know, 
in my sort of way of thinking, it was like, yeah, we'll get the car packed before we go. When I say to you, like, oh, don't worry, there's no time limit on it. That just means to you, oh, okay, I'll just carry on. And sort of the hyper focus, yeah. you just carry on and on and on. And you don't, because it, it's not a, it's like a trigger in your mind to go, oh, I, I should stop now, I just need to pack the car. So the other day when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, don't worry about it. So actually, no, do worry about it. Yeah. Let's say the 10 o'clock cutoff point, you've got a point to say, okay, yeah, that's what I need to work to, because then you came through and asked me. That's, like, yeah, is that, it, should we load the car now? So, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a really good point, actually, because I would never have thought about it. Like, I glanced at the clock, saw it was half past eight, and went, oh, he's given me a time limit. I've got yeah. an hour and a half. I should start doing that now. Whereas otherwise, I literally would not have looked up from half eight till three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. If my glue gun hadn't broken. 100%. Yeah. There you go. So, there you go. <sighs> Anyway, tell us, Dawn, what's the most ADHD thing you've done this week? Um, I mean, there's been quite a few for me as well, but I think probably the biggest one is I have a physio, I had a physio appointment on Friday morning because I've got a knackered back and um, I've known about it for weeks and I've put an alarm in it and I've kept meaning to tell them at work that I had this appointment, but obviously I just kept forgetting and, and remembering at the wrong time which is what like you know you do all the time you remember things at the wrong time so um I finished work on Thursday night and I hadn't told anyone that my physio appointment was at you know 20 past eight in the morning I'm supposed to work start work at eight um and as soon as I left work on the Thursday I'm like oh crap I um I've got this appointment and I hadn't told them So I had to phone them up at 8 a.m. on the Friday morning to tell them I'm going to be late in today because I've got this physio. And now it obviously doesn't look good. And um, I'm already covering for someone's holiday. So I'm doing two jobs at the moment. And um, like I had to take my letter and everything back in with me after the physio because I was like, they're not going to believe me. I I even went to the went to made the point of wearing my shorts and T-shirt that I would have wore, wore the physio to the office yesterday because I was so like I was so in my head think, thinking they're not going to believe me because I've just told them last minute they're going to think I'm lying RSD, proper RSD so I sat in work the whole day yesterday with like you know cycling shorts, like a criminal cycling <laughs> shorts cycling shorts and a t-shirt so that I could like prove that I'm not lying I was there because I just <laughs> forgot to tell them just an idiot but yeah, I do stuff like that all the time. I can see the appointment appearing and I'm like, oh, I need to I need to do something about that. I need to do something about that. And then all of a sudden the thing's here and I've done nothing about it. Bless you. Yeah. But they did, yeah. A few people yeah. came into the office yesterday as well and yeah. they were like, what, what are you wearing today? Like a few of our engineers came in and they're like, what are you wearing? I'm like, just ignore me. I was at the physio this morning. <laughs> Honest. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, look, I've got a letter to prove it. I was. <laughs> I wasn't just being shady and turning up an hour and a half late. Like I was at the physio. Oh, but yeah, that that. that, that. I think that kind of brings us to a close, doesn't it? It does. Um, I was. I think you were going to mention it as well, but I was just going to mention that next week we have Louise Williams. Um, on our podcast and if you've never heard of Louise before she um she's she's known as the pink pear bear and she has an online blog she's on Facebook she's got various groups um about ADHD and um her journey and she is super insightful and has loads of information and um advice we just had such a lovely chat with Louise and yeah just really felt like we connected as she did as well it was just like a real meeting of similar minds obviously as we all are and she has just done so much work um her Facebook group is like 20k people or something isn't it that she's actually giving like really amazing advice to and and bringing the community together so she's been at it years like in the community for such a long time and that's why once again it's so nice that people in the ADHD community have been so welcoming to us yeah but we've just like bulldozed in like two numpties who don't have a clue what we're talking about and people have actually been kind enough to, to give us their time once again so 
thank you to Louise and we can't wait to share that episode I know it's super exciting and the well with that said go off and have the most amazing time down at Secret Garden Party and I hope you sell all of your lovely goods thank you so so much I'm off to a barbecue We have a lovely time at the barbecue. We hope everyone has a lovely week. And like you say, you know, do get in touch with us however you like, either by email or DM. We love hearing from you. If we don't get straight back to you, please don't RSD about it. We're just getting a lot of messages and we have so little time. But we do care. We love hearing from you. We will get back to you. And like you say, if you fancy buying us a coffee, we would really love you forever for that. And any reviews, any shares on Facebook groups, anything and everything to to get the word out there. Every little bit helps us. And we're so appreciative of it. And for getting us to 15K. I know, amazing. But yeah, we appreciate every single one of you. And uh, we're on this journey with you. And so just remember to always be kind, compassionate to yourself and others. And yeah keep smashing everything not <laughs> not like teapots and stuff like just smashing life John <laughs> father keep smashing everything Fanny sometimes, sometimes I don't even know what comes out of my mouth until it's there Honestly, it is there isn't it it's like you zone out and you're still talking yeah and then you come back around it's like I don't have a clue what I just said yeah. Oh, I think it's because I was thinking about what I was going to wear to this barbecue. And then I, I like, saw your eyes go. I saw you go somewhere else. It's just like, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am. Um, keep smashing everything. Keep smashing everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lovely. Well, thank you. And thank you for helping me so much this week and for um, for letting me record this podcast on the road. Way. Hey, and thank you to our special guest, Big. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> See you next week. Lots of love. Bye bye bye. ADHDS females. ADHDAF. ADHDS females.